Hey everybody, this is Uproar. Today we hear from Tariq Gardner, who's going to play us a little music. Sydney's going to update us on the conspiracies and goodness happening up at Mount Clemens. And Lauren Norton is here to talk about living in community in the time of Corona. Thanks for being with us. You can support us and support the podcast by rating and reviewing on Apple iTunes and podcasts or whatever they call it. And uh, for as little as a dollar a month, you or your church can support students pursuing goodness for Jesus through creativity, community, and conspiracy. Join us at MotorCityWesley.org. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Uproar Live. This is the 11th hour. We are recording. I want to bring my friend on, Sydney. Hey, Sydney. Welcome. How are you? Hi. How's it going? We, we're doing all right. We're trying to figure out some technical difficulties, as always, with some of our uh, our guests. But Tariq is is uh, working on it, and he's he's on his way. Um, That's what I had this morning. <laughs> oh, more technical difficulties. Yep. Yeah. I'm telling Gotta you, everywhere. Right? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, let me bring Tariq on. Hey, Tariq, how's it going, man? Hey, hey, how's it going? We're doing all right. We were just talking, we were hey, lamenting all the technical difficulties in our life nowadays, you know? Oh, yeah. Hey, if, if there's any time to get the bug out, it's now, huh? That's right. That's right. So we got with us right now Tariq Gardner and Sydney Olszewski. Tariq has been working with us. Um, we've been doing some marches up and down the Cass Corridor, taking people from campus over, over the course of the last semester or so. Um, and uh, down to a worship service that's focused on kind of justice issues and community down there at Cass Community United Methodist Church. Tariq, I want to just say thanks for uh, jumping in on that project. It, it was really fun the few times we were able to do it. Oh, oh, most definitely very much welcome. It is, you know, love to play. Definitely love to play. And of course, for a good cause like yours. <laughs> My favorite was uh, when they were still doing classes in what's that? There's a building, Sydney, that they're renovating now, and they're not doing classes in anymore. Right there on, uh, right there on Cast. Um, it's a uh, state, oh, yeah, yeah. state hall. Yeah, state hall. It was great. Yeah. One of the first times we were marching through, and just everybody in all of the different classrooms were looking out the window at all the ruckus we were making. It was really fun. That was great. People was coming out of their buildings when we were walking past Willis in that little district with all the little shops. Oh, man. People were leaving their Royale burger. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, and uh, it's, to tell you the truth, it's the thing I miss most about the coronavirus, being in coronavirus time, is being able to do things like that. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I even, I'm even missing the cold right now. It's ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. However cold those days were. To be outside. Well, Sydney, <laughs> Sydney, I said that uh, Tariq, uh, we could give him a chance to play a little music for us. We, you want to give that another try, Tariq? We kind of, um, yeah. maybe we've figured things out. And then uh, and we're going to check in with Tariq a little bit about doing creative stuff, too. Um, Tariq, you want to give it a try? Yeah, yeah, I'll give it a try.
Yeah, man. Thanks for playing. Really appreciate that. We were wondering what is uh what is life like right now for you, Tariq, when you're thinking about um creative pursuits in this corona kind of time. Well, you know, uh in, in the times that we're living in right now, and the times that we're living in right now, um, like uh, a big thing in being a musician is being able to look ahead. You know, when you're reading music, you want to be able to look ahead to where you're going in the music so you can set it up the way you're going. You know, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of time for looking back, especially when you're in the moment. You know, you make a mistake, you just keep going because at the end of the day, the only mistakes are the ones that you make of it in your head. So, you know, right now is as good a time as any to just be um, thinking ahead. You know, I've just been thinking ahead to when things open up. And I can be back out here playing with my band, um, with my group, and playing with other groups. Um, what what new things am I going to bring to the table? What is going to be? Uh, what what am I going to come out here with? Am I going to come out of here um, really? Uh, am I going to come out here really nervous about like, well, what have I done over this amount of time? Or am I going to like really be grateful to have this time to um, to be uh, by myself? You know because being a musician, it's a, uh, you know, it's a very social venture. You got to be around a lot of people. You got to like, you know, you got to know how to deal with people. You got to be, you know, quick, quick friend maker at the end of the day. And um, that's definitely a part of it. You know, if you come into music and you're not a people person, uh, you kind of are going to have to become one, you know, unless you're just like a, like a, like a, born genius or something like that (laughs) (laughs) right you know but at the end of the day uh the artist's best friend is the is their self that's how i feel like it it should be or at any rate that's how it is for me so you're really seeing this as a time of like growth in your craft taking the time to um pay attention to your own skills your own vision write the next song work on the next lick whatever it is this is this is a growth time actually instead of just a absence time is that what you're saying yes yes it's a in a lot of ways it's kind of like an incubation period you know mm-hmm. um and it, it's it's funny because there is you know there's an adjustment period with this type of thing because you know like i've been at it for about you know five years playing professionally and i've been playing for a while you know like about 12 years now and so you know, it's like, it's weird. It's kind of like, you know, it's, it's jostling, you know, of course it's, it's jarring at first to just be kind of like pulled out of that hustle and bustle. You know, I'm used to like, you know, what's on, what songs do I have to learn for the next gig? Okay. What, uh, I need to make sure that I'm spending this time, uh, you know, only whatever skills and carrying on and all that. But, um, but you know, you know, it's it's kind of been like a good a good amount of time to kind of like be able to do that in kind of more of a relaxed set, uh, setting. You know, there's less of a deadline. This thing doesn't have any hard deadlines. You know, the <laughs> whole um, <laughs> this whole this whole lockdown procedure and everything. So uh, it it kind of becomes it kind of becomes uh uh. It kind of becomes like a relief, like I, you know, I'm making time for myself to do things that I wouldn't have been able to do otherwise. 
I mean, aside from go to the gym, that's that's been like the biggest. That's been the biggest pitfall of all this. Is I got I have to do my workouts at home now. And if you know me, I I don't. I, that's why I have a place to do that. I I don't go home to exercise. That's not where I go to you know to get fit and everything. You know. Yeah, I hear you, man. <laughs> Unless I want to do bench press, presses with my uh, one year old and five year old on the end of the end of the bars. That's what's. Uh... That's what's up for me. Hey, you know that's that's a that's a, that's a good move, man. I might have to give me some kids, man. I might have to <laughs> have to start the family. Well, hey, temporary Tariq. for the time being. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Let me bring our friends on here. Uh, we got Sydney and Lauren with us now, and um, welcome everybody. Hey, Lauren, how are you? I'm good. Yeah. How are you? Good, good, good. Um, I don't know if if Lauren and Sydney, if you um, you got any questions for Tariq that kind of get us talking about. Uh, creative pursuits and how do we use this time to move ourselves forward on that end of things um, that he might be able to respond to? Um, have, you no, seen, have you seen anything uh, coming from your favorite artists ooh, ooh. that you've appreciated uh, on the on the creativity side? I kind of like that people oh, are doing more stuff online. online. Um, uh, yeah, so like to reach yeah. out online. Mm -hmm. I don't like that or like posting videos of them singing songs or whatever. I think that's really cool because it kind of then people piggyback off of it and comment their own videos. Like I thought that's been pretty cool. Yeah, it seems like artists are turning to their live feeds as a way to stay connected with their, their friends and fans, huh? Yes. Now, this question is a very crackly one. Yeah. Now, I heard the word genre. And mixing genres is was that the question? I'm sorry. I, is there a way that you could type the, the Carl? Did you hear that question any better than I did? I, <laughs> that's all right. Yeah, that's okay. Sydney, uh, so give it to us one more time, okay? No, I, I was just saying how I like that um, artists or not even artists, but just people in general are kind of singing songs together and mashing them up and putting all their their videos together in one song. I just thought that's pretty cool. It's just another way to kind of bring people together when you can't actually see each other, can't actually get together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is one time where uh, we're really making use of this kind of technological generation that we're living in. You know, we have uh, we have all types of apps on our phones. You know, we have like acapellas. You know, it's just you can just get the free app and you can make like a 30 second video of whatever kind of creative concept that you have or uh, or even uh, Logic Pro X. That's that's what I just played my little beat on over there when I was playing on. Um, and like a lot of people have been using that for like, you know, like live horn tracking. So like they'll get together like a concept and, um, you know, maybe start off with like you know, like the piano track or the bass track and, you know, just kind of go and try to make something really special, um, especially with the especially with the camera thing. You know, you've seen the little divider and all that. that that's been something that's been really special to me. Um, I haven't uh, myself really got too much into that one because for me, at a time when I can have uh, a time to myself, I'm going to use that for myself. And <laughs> And collaboration is collaboration is very important. So how I've been doing that is kind of like more exchanging ideas and staying in touch, you know, with folks. But 
you know, that's that's like a really, really cool thing about all this is uh, I always tell a lot of my friends that um, this is a better time for any of this to be happening than about any other time in history. Mm. Yeah, and whether you're in the you know, artist community uh, you know, or like many losses community or the the movement, you know, folks to pursuing peace and justice, like the 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 constrictors of I have to stay at home force you to think very creatively about how we use that technology that's at our fingertips for goodness, you know. Exactly. Exactly. We can use this technology for goodness and we can, you know, and you know, even, you know, like as important, you know, just the fact that we can connect with one another and stay in touch. This isn't like this isn't a strict lockdown or quarantine and in sense, you know, like let's take any any other like, you know, large scale disease, like if you say like the Black Plague or Spanish flu, there wasn't really a lot of systems of communication where you can just we can turn on our TV and see something that says like okay, you got to stay inside. This is, like, really bad. This is going on. You know, in that time, like, where they have, like, a town crier, you know, in the mm -hmm, time of the Black right. Plague, you know, you got to be outside to get the message, you know, or you might read it in the newspaper after you've been at the club or the bar or something the next day, <laughs> and it's too late. So, in terms of, like, the, the safety precautions that are even able to be implemented, this is, like, one of the best times that uh, this could even happen. You know, we have entertainment at our fingertips. We have all of our friends and loved ones at our fingertips so we can isolate safely. It's so true. It's so true. Tariq, I really thank you for um, um, sharing with today. I want to be sure to let people know kind of where they can find you and your work and connect. I know that you're doing some lessons and things, but where do you want to send people to if they, if they want to get in touch with you about, about what you're doing uh, musically? So where people can connect with me and what else? Just for for your music, is there, they, you want them to follow you on Instagram or check you on SoundCloud? Okay, yeah. So on Instagram, my handle is Royal Reek. That's R I Q. R O Y A L R I Q. I think I'm spelling that right. Um, <laughs> uh, on SoundCloud, I have a few things posted. That's under Reek Passion. Um, and you can also follow my YouTube uh, under Tariq Gardner. And I have a band page on you playing on Facebook for my band that I lead called Tariq Gardner's Evening Star. And, um, you know, it's uh, it's been an ongoing project of mine for the past, you know, like a couple of years or so. And I'm really happy that I, could, uh, that I could lead and with some of my like really closest friends. That's awesome, man. We, we're really looking forward to working with Tariq and all of uh, his musician colleagues. Um, we're working on this Dark Hymnal Collection, which is a, a set of new songs for faith communities. And um, so Tariq, we need to talk with you a little bit more about that and about how we might be able to demo some stuff out. Is that something you guys would be interested in doing? Oh, please do, please do. You know, I love collaboration and, you know, the way I feel about it is music is music at the end of the day. So, uh, so, and, and everyone is like, you know, each one, each one, you know, uh, it's, it's never, it's never a, uh, it's never a single-minded pursuit on any end, you know, it's like, what do I have? What do you have? What do we all have? And can we all put it together and make something special? I love it.
Thanks, Tariq. We're going to move to uh, chatting. I think, Lauren, if you don't mind, I think we're going to go talk with Sydney just for a few minutes about her efforts on the conspiracy side of things. Hey, everybody. Carl here, just in the middle to tell you a little bit about the project that we are pursuing, along with support from the Forum for Theological Exploration. Motor City Villages is a chance for us to recruit, train, and place young students of color for the creation of intentional Christian communities for the purposes of vocational and spiritual discernment. We're really looking forward to this fall where we'll get our first chance to see some of this in action all the way through next June of 2021. So if you have a student at any campus in Metro Detroit, we'd love to get to know them and to tell them a little bit about how we could support them in calling a group of students together, creating a rule of life, pursuing justice and equity work, and doing the discernment around all of that experience that helps them claim God's call in their life. Be in touch with us at MotorCityWesley.org if there's a student in your neck of the woods that we should meet and call them into this mission field of Motor City Villages. We're at MotorCityWesley.org. We'll talk to you soon. Let me bring Sydney up. Um, Sydney, uh, what has been going on up at Mount Clemens? Uh, you're Lauren. Uh, you're not Sydney. Hold on. <laughs> uh, Sydney, what's been going on up at Mount Clemens with uh, conspiracies of goodness? So we've finalized kind of our plan of action that we're going to go about. So we're calling it Project Thank You. And basically, we, if you guys haven't seen from last video, um, we've basically been coming up with an idea of how can we thank our healthcare workers and um, what's the best way to go about that. So we basically kind of decided to donate Jimmy John's. Um, that's kind of what we're going to go with. So just donating right. like chips to the hospital and we're going to do it to McLaren Macomb, which is kind of like right by our church. So kind of keep it around our area, um, but also kind of thank the departments for what they're doing. So, we still have to come up with exactly how we want to distribute, which departments we want to go to, but we're going to kind of go that route. Um, we've also got our church involved with making thank you cards, which have already been starting to pool in. So it's coming along pretty good. We're going to kind of try to shoot for maybe next week to um, actually put it together. So I love it. Plugs for goodness. It's going really good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just as a word, um, you know, Sydney is kind of, well, you you commute to school down at Wayne State when it's open. Um, but there are some folks uh, who are connecting back with the local church because students have been home for the semester. Right. And we've been recognizing that. And so Motor City Wesley is interested in coming alongside any any of those gatherings that are happening kind of at the local church level, even digitally. Um, who might be good candidates and be interested in doing some conspiracies of goodness. I mean, we would be doing them on campus, but campuses are, are empty right now. And so um, finding Sydney and her crew um, up at Mount Clemens First UMC was a natural place. And we were just really excited about that. We know that there are others out there doing that at local church, uh, at local churches. And we'd love to come alongside you with conspiracy of goodness micro grants and see what kind of goodness you can you can do even during this time. So Sydney, thanks for kind of taking the charge on that and uh, helping people see what that could be like. 
thanks for helping us out and kind of reaching out to us and offering, hey, if you guys want to start this, let's do it. So it came along pretty good. So we yeah, appreciate absolutely. That. Well, thanks so much. Um, Lauren is here with us as well, Lauren Norton, and she is uh, kind of helping pursue a practice of community, which is kind of our third focus with Motor City Wesley. Uh, she is a Global Mission Fellow US2 serving here in Detroit. And Lauren, you are, I, I don't say stuck in your house, but, but yeah. But um, while we, let's, uh, thanks Sydney. Um, and if you want to listen in, we'll, we can uh, shoot it back to you too, if you have any questions for Lauren, but let me bring her up um, here. So Lauren, um, tell us what it's been like up at the Foundry House and for practices of community in general, but then practices of intentional Christian community during this time of sheltering in place. I wonder what that's like. Yeah, so it's been probably as difficult as it sounds like it would be. But um, now that I have a roommate during quarantine, I think living in community has been like what's keeping me sane during this, like having mm -hmm. that person in the house, like whether it's watching a movie or talking about some meme we see on the internet, or I mean, we talk about like faith and all these different things and like having that person like right here with me builds into that community. And also like living at Foundry and being in community with people back home, like I'm from Georgia. And so I'm still like living in community with them. And so it's like, how am I making time for all of these things while still working? And so a lot of community just looks like I'm going to watch a movie with you, even if I'm really tired, because I know that that community is so important for this time. And so it's important to make time for that community. Yeah, absolutely. One of the things I've learned working with the youth at Dearborn First Methodist is it's probably more important to get together on Wednesday night, even if we're just playing Jackbox games or Two Truths and a Lie, than if we're doing some in-depth Bible study necessarily. Um, because in this moment, you know, the body of Christ just being there for one another um, is transformational. <laughs> you say stay sane. And I hear you. Yeah. What are what are um, what are some of the things that you haven't been able to do e either in your kind of in your missional calling as a global mission fellow, or um, because the, of the you know limitations of having to stay at home? What are some things that you're you want to lament right now? The things you can't do. Yeah. So I've been serving with Central UMC in their nursery on Sundays and can't do that mm. churches aren't open so that's been really hard because I've always been a person that's like in church or like at my home church I worked the nursery and I helped with the children's ministry there so like that was always a routine like a good routine for me and now that that's not a thing like I wake up on Sundays and I'm like it's so different and it's really hard to adjust to and also working with Motown Mission like two of our spring break teams canceled. So I didn't get to welcome them in and there's no telling what our summer's going to look like right now. So there's so much about this experience has been changed by this pandemic and it's really hard. And it's like, you know, like you're saving lives and like, that's what's more important right now. But to be a global mission fellow during this time, like 
you're learning how to be in mission in different ways than the ways that you originally thought you would ever be in mission. Yeah. And the creativity and thinking outside the box that we were talking with Tariq about um, has hit the same wall, right? Or the same, the same need for thinking creatively, even about things like spring break mission trips. And what do you do with kids in churches if all you have to connect with them is the screen kind of. Um, well, we, we kind of lament those things alongside of you and are glad for the, at least the practices of Christian community that we have now. Um, and we also want to, uh, the other word to say is that, you know, Motor City Wesley is pursuing along with the support of the Forum for Theological Exploration. Um, how do we help others create Christian community to weather times like this? And even when it's not in the middle of a global pandemic, um, neighborhoods and communities uh, on the margins and suffering from kind of structural poverty or racism, um, intentional Christian community practices can be the thing that weather those storms and those um, those epidemics that are sometimes invisible to us. So we want to, again, lift up that project uh, as available to any and all students around the Metro Detroit area, but also um, local churches and young adults. And a particular invitation goes out to folks, uh, students of color. Um, we, are, we are very aware that many times intentional Christian community is kind of a privilege that um, white folks can pursue for a limited amount of time. Um, but we're also aware that those practices are the things um, that have been fundamental to strong uh, communities of color. And we want to be sure that we're inviting young, young people into that and particularly uh, in a, in a faith-based kind of way. So that's kind of where we are with all of that. Uh, Sydney, um, do you feel like the folks up at Mount Clemens have, have they ever thought of how do we live in intentional Christian community together before? I don't think before it was presented to us, we ever thought about how are we going to handle it when we can't be together, but still want to be together? I don't yeah. think you ever um, like plan to have to meet this way. Like we all have been, which is kind of the main thing. Like, I feel like we're talking more now than we have when we're actually being together in church, but it's, I kind of think it's more meaningful now because we're like, instead of just seeing each other in church and, hey, how are you? Good, see you next Sunday. Like now we're making a point to meet together twice a week with our high school youth. Reverend Lisa and I are kind of trying to meet together with them. And then once a week with our college youth, just to check in, even though we kind of have been checking in with each other before, kind of just whether it's like a quick text or we like Snapchat or whatever, but now that we're actually making a point to get together once a week, I think it's really awesome. Yeah, so. yeah. absolutely. Well, um, thank you for chatting with us, everybody. I'm gonna close with our Friends Like G's segment where I'm just gonna preview the next edition of the next issue of uh, the magazine coming up. So thanks you for being with us. Uh, this podcast will go up next week and uh, we're praying for you all in your practices of community, conspiracy and creativity. So Lauren, Sydney, we'll see it. We'll see you next time. Okay. All right. Thank you. Bye. You so many good things are happening, friends. Uh, we're really excited about the young adults that we get to work with, um, and um, we hope you will help us to get in contact with folks that are 
um, ready to pursue their faith, even during this weird time in the world, uh, to ready to pursue their faith in those kinds of ways. We're looking for local churches that have young adults around, and uh, we want to come alongside of you uh, here in the Metro Detroit area. We we would love to be uh, of help in students who have kind of returned home because of COVID-19, but who are planning to be back on campus at some point at some of our other campuses that have other United Methodists connected uh, and, uh, um, you know, kind of Wesleyan theology campus ministries going. Um, We've got lots of good friends all over the state from the UP down. And um, so, but while they are home, we want to be good partners with them and we want to you know get them connected to these other campus ministries all over the place that that are doing really good things too uh, but we have some friends uh let me grab where do i grab let me see here um we've got a lot of great friends uh that are doing uh good thinking and writing about our practices of christian justice mercy equity and um and they are our friends at G's Magazine. And we just wanted to let you know that their next issue on disobedience is now uh, being delivered by mail. And we should have copies available uh, for you and your book club or young adult group uh, that want to pursue their kind of um, holy mischief. Um, here's kind of the front cover of it. And uh, it comes with a little postcard that is designed around the theme. Writers from all over the place that uh, are kind of bringing to life the kind of Christian tradition of saying no, um, a holy kind of no, when necessary. Uh, And these are folks that have practiced this stuff. These are the folks that that march in the streets and stand up for the most marginalized, um, bring to light the most invisible injustices in the world, uh, face the most systemic problems of uh, racism and militarism and um, heterosexism and just um, such good stuff. That's why they're, they are, we are partnering with them on our um, teach-ins and we're going to have some more regular podcasts with the folks from there uh, about each edition um, and be sharing some of their own conversation guides so that if you pick up a copy and you need some help finding your way to a really um, in-depth conversation about the topic, they're, they're providing those, those conversation guides as well. So please check out G's magazine. You can find them online. I'll put a link in the notes. Thanks, friends. This has been our 11th hour recording session for Uproar. Um, We appreciate those of you who have stopped by. Thanks so much for our guests on the show and um, be watching for us next week. We're going to be continuing these even beyond what is typically the end of a semester, just because um, we all are in need of some good conversations, even while at home and uh, sheltering during this time. So our prayers for you are that you find your own practices of creativity, conspiracy, and community in the love and power of Jesus for the transformation of the world. Cheers. Uproar is the brainchild of Samson Koba III. Thanks, Sam, for getting us launched on this last year. It also is our place for continuing to tell the stories of students conspiring for goodness from the heart of the city of Detroit. 
We hope that you'll support us at MotorCityWesley.org for as little as a dollar a month for individuals and $40 a month for churches who would like to be a part of our network of young adult faith communities around Metro Detroit. Just get in touch with us, MotorCityWesley.org. We're looking to conspire with you. Cheers.